1: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Money Girl podcast. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance expert and award-winning author of multiple books, including Money Girl's Smart Moves to Grow Rich. On this show, I help you master your money so you can live rich and love the journey. My goal is to bring you a financial topic in plain English each week That expands what you already know or perhaps introduces you to something new. I cover the nitty gritty details on how to manage your money for success and usually mention lots of resources that you don't want to miss. You'll find everything from the podcast in the notes for each show on the Money Girls section at QuickAndDirtyTips.com. That's also where you can search through and listen to the full archive of podcasts. How, why, and when. To work with a financial advisor is a question that comes up fairly frequently from Money Girl readers and podcast listeners. For instance, Allison C says, Aloha, Laura. I'm writing you from the beautiful island of Maui. I'm currently on my honeymoon with the most amazing man, and I'm so excited to start this new chapter in our lives together. I've been listening to your podcast for the past year and have learned so much. I appreciate your quick tips and insight into the financial world as it's not easy to navigate. I currently have a financial advisor and realize that I have no idea how they're making money from me and what fees they charge. Could you cover important questions to talk about with your financial advisor before you decide who is best for you? Thanks so much for your question, Allison, and congratulations on your wedding. I love the fact that you were writing me while you were on your honeymoon. I have done a few shows about finding the right advisor, but I thought you might like to hear from an actual insider today. So I interviewed Tom Meyer, who is the CEO of Meyer Capital Group. Before Tom took a leadership role in the company, he started out in 1982 working with clients and managing investment portfolios. The firm was founded in 1963 by his grandfather, and they manage hundreds of millions of dollars for clients all over the United States and even in other countries. I think you'll enjoy our conversation, and if you've never worked with an advisor, I think you'll come away with a better understanding of what it's like. We cover if you have to be wealthy to work with an advisor and actually how much money you should have, whether you should work with an advisor if you already have a retirement account like a 401k at work, how your goals determine who you should work with, balancing investing with paying down debt, how financial advisors get paid, what questions you should be asking a potential advisor, and where to find one and how to vet an advisor in the first place. Okay, here's my conversation with Tom Meyer. Tom, thanks so much for joining me on the Money Girl podcast.
2: Thank you, Laura. Great to be here.
1: I have a lot of listeners and readers who are really stumped about working with a financial advisor or a financial planner. And I know that you're the guy who can make this really simple and easy for us. So that's why I invited you on. I'm I'm hoping to demystify the whole process and make it much clearer for people who are just not sure about the whole thing Do you ever have any uh, clients that come to you that are brand new and just really don't know where to begin?
2: Oh, absolutely. But I, I have to tell you, I mean, compared to when I started in this business, which is 35 years ago, it has never been better. And there's never been more opportunities for the individual investor than I think in the history of investing. It is a perfect time to start. There are such low cost products out there. You don't need to have $500,000 to start with an advisor, like in the old days, you have these um, automatic what we call robos out there that are just sprouting up like weeds that are just eagerly waiting to help the individual investor at least get started for as little as $5,000 in a very low cost portfolio. So it's the inertia, and I I get it. But the bottom line is you got to start and there's never been a better time to start than now. And don't think that you have any stupid questions and don't think that there aren't advisors out there that are are willing to help you get started.
1: You mentioned having a low kind of entry point in terms of assets. Let's say I'm somebody who's working a corporate job. Maybe I'm making 50000 60000 Maybe I've got a 401k at work, and maybe I'm putting a little bit in there. And that's basically all I'm doing. You know, Do I still need a financial advisor? I guess what I'm asking is who really should be searching for help and who doesn't need help?
2: To me, I think the most important aspect of that question is that you have to make sure that you're contributing 100% to that 401k. First and foremost, you have to max that out, get that match, take advantage of that uh, and that tax-deferred uh, um, investment growth. Then you can go ahead and venture out um, and, and look for a, an advisor, or just uh, go online and set up an account to where you can just go ahead and buy some uh, very low-cost ETFs to set up a portfolio. But that's after your retirement basically has been fulfilled or your retirement investments for the year, for instance, 401k. And if you're in that 50 or $60,000 bracket, you can also put into Roth IRAs. So you can max out that retirement. Obviously, it goes a little bit further than that. Then you want to go ahead and keep that debt down to to an acceptable level also. So first, a 401k, Second, maybe a Roth IRA, and then go. And that Roth IRA can also, again, be put into a very low cost ETF portfolio today.
1: So let's say I've done that. I'm maxing out my 401k, 18,000. I'm maxing out a Roth, 5,500 what is the next step so let's say i've got extra money and i'm ready to invest more how much more do you think i need in order to sort of justify coming to an advisor and really looking for help do i need to have an extra you know 5000 a year 10000 20 what do you think is the good a good amount to work with an advisor
2: if if you look at, if you look at a planner if you go to and there's this fee I mean, here's a perfect, perfect way to find a planner that maybe does it on an hourly basis to get you started in the right direction. You don't need to have, you know, that hundred thousand or five hundred thousand. There are ways out there today that didn't exist even five years ago for someone that is all. Uh, Laura, to do what you just said, that they've extinguished their um, or fulfilled their IRAs and fulfilled their 401ks. Now they want to actually start on a plan outside of all that. I think that, again, going to a, 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 an online service like that to, will get you in touch with an advisor or a planner that might o- only charge you by the hour to give you sound advice to get you going and to help you toward your you know ultimate goal.
1: Right. So sitting down with someone and saying, okay, I want to retire at Sixty, or I want to retire Mm -hmm. at fifty, and I have these lofty goals. How do I get there? And I I do think that even if you're you're just using a four hundred one k at work, a lot of times, you know, you may not get great service from the representative that you're working with. I mean, it may really be a good idea to have a third opinion, kind of an objective person who can say, "All right, are you going to get there? Are you going to make your goal?" putting in whatever you're putting in with your 401k each year. I mean, hopefully you're maxing it out. But I, I do think that having uh, just an objective opinion to make sure you're on the right track can be invaluable. It gives you the confidence to know that you are on the right track. And like you said, even if it's just an hour or two of guidance from them so that they can look through your entire situation, um, maybe that's a good first step for somebody to figure out, yeah, okay, I I can get there with my retirement account, or maybe not. Maybe I really need to be investing more than that to reach my goals.
2: Well, yes, and and don't forget, um, it... it, it it's that 30,000 foot view of your life and, and, and where your financial life and more importantly, and, we're, and, and I'm putting the, the carpet for the horse. Let me just say this. If you are sitting there with a lot of credit card debt paying 20 percent in interest, you know, you do a heck of a lot by paying that down uh, first and foremost because you're guaranteed a 20 percent rate of return if you think of it that way.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, so getting rid of those high interest debts are so important. And you know, I want people to be investing at the same time that they're building or rather paying down debt. I don't want them to say, "Oh, I'll I'll wait and invest for retirement after I pay down the credit card" because, you know what? That could that could take a long time. I want people to be investing yep. for retirement kind of on a parallel
2: path. That's correct. And if I could, I'd like to go back to the 401k. This is another fantastic uh, environment that we're in, and that is the the new DOL rule that uh, will basically uh, be enacted in 2017, which, again, benefits the 401k uh, participants. You know, uh, it's going to make sure and almost guarantee that you're going to have far lower cost investments than you've ever had before. And that's yet another notch in the belt for the individual investor.
1: So, Tom, your firm is a fee-only firm. What does that mean?
2: A fee-only advisor is what we call a registered investment advisor or a fiduciary. And we sit always 100% on the same side of the table as our clients. You know, uh, we are held to a higher standard. Um, there's no conflicts of interest. Um, and, and, and or if there are any, we must uh, disclose them at the point of sale if you will, versus a, we'll say, fee-based planner, which has the ability to sell product for commission one day and be fee-only the next. Uh, and then, of course, there's the user suitability, which is the third option where that would be almost like a broker that would just sell you product. So obviously, I've been a fee-only planner for 35 years. I get on you know on my soapbox to talk about this a lot, and I feel it's the, obviously the best way to do business in this business is to do what's right by by clients 100% of the time. My grandfather was a fee-only planner back in 1963. He was like a pioneer back then. And he has taught me the virtues of fee-only financial planning and investment advice.
1: So tell me more about that. How does that actually work? I mean, is this a fee that uh, someone is going to get as an invoice? Is it a deduction from your investing account? How does it work?
2: Yeah, it can work both ways. But for the most part, it is a deduction. And you see that on your brokerage statement a deduction. Usually, it's uh, at the end of each calendar quarter. You would see that on your brokerage statement for a fee. Um, versus of course, uh, if you're selling a product and, and I can't, I can't stress this enough. I don't begrudge anyone getting paid in this business. Everyone deserves to make a living. All I say is be transparent, tell the truth. There's never a free lunch out there. There's always going to be a cost. So to the individual investor, again, there's always going to be a cost. And the bottom line is to be transparent to be honest, and to keep those costs down to a bare minimum.
1: Take me through the steps. Let's say I'm a brand new client with you. What are the steps that you're going to take when you bring me in um, to work with you for the very first time?
2: Well, obviously, we want to get to know you because, you, you know, we're interviewing you also as you are interviewing us. We want to make sure that you're a proper fit for us. We're not a get rich quick. We're not a fast, you know, uh, big active trader or what have you. You know, we want to set out a plan for you. To reach your goals over a certain period of time, and it's not about the market per se, but it's about your goals and what you need as a, a X return to help you obtain those goals. And we will set up a portfolio and a proper asset allocation, you know, based upon your risk tolerance uh, and your investment objectives. And let's face it, we really focus on risk-adjusted rate of returns. And unfortunately, if the markets rip roaring, people don't care about risk. They don't care about risk-adjusted returns. They want absolute returns. You know, nobody cares about risk until it's too late. So we want to have our cake and eat it, too. We want to participate, but at the same time, we want to make sure that we are uh, perfectly allocated for the needs of each and every client. And remember, each and every client is different. You could have client A, client B, and client C, and no one's going to be alike. No one's going to have the same type of goals, and everyone's going to have a different scenario in their life. And part of our process is that we guide them to get to that goal. But we also help them, whether it's car loans, whether it's mortgages, selling a home, buying a business, you know, buying uh, investment property. We are with them along the way. And our fee encompasses all of that. There's no extra cost for us to guide them and give us give them um, our opinion regarding, you know, things that happen in everyday life.
1: So what you're telling me is that the customer, the client's goal is really what is going to help you understand how to invest for them. And I think that's so important because a lot of people will say, oh, well, just find find me the advisor that can get me the highest returns. And the reality is that's really not important. What's important is that you're able to reach your goals with the least amount of risk. So if you can do that, it's a win-win. You know, you're you're going to reach your goal and yeah, you may not have gotten the the highest potential return, but ultimately More return is more risk, right? We don't get higher returns for nothing. And we don't want to put ourselves at risk unnecessarily. So reaching the goal is what we need to do. So I think that's a mindset shift for a lot of people because they just think, you know, they're kind of return chasers, right? They're just kind of chasing whatever is the highest way to earn a buck. And we know that in a lot of cases, that is going going to really backfire. Doing a lot of trades or trying to uh, make impulsive purchases with investments it ends up hurting you in the long run. So a slow sort of steady progress is always what's going to be the best for you. Um, And I think that if you can stay focused on the goal and and where you are in terms of achieving the goal, you're going to end up being a lot happier. You're going to have a lot more peace of mind uh, than really trying to chase high returns because that gets really stressful.
2: Right. And, and, and the biggest detriment to a well-balanced, well-allocated portfolio is cocktail talk. One of my favorite sayings is that uh, fear is um, temporary and greed is permanent. And we, we have to keep instilling in our clients' thought process that it's about your goals You know, don't go, you know, off in the breeze and talk about, hey, you know, so-and-so told me at a cocktail party that, you know, they were getting, you know, 30% in their portfolio. Well, you know, that's not you. That's not the kind of risk you you take. And obviously, no one ever talks about the losers. They only talk about the winners.
1: Money Girl is sponsored by Clariden. Go to Claridon.com right now for a discount so you can live Claridon clear. Use as directed.
0: This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs and the small dogs who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org/skills.
1: Hey there. I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, Freakonomics Radio. Every week, host and best-selling author Stephen Dubner dives into the hidden side of business. Economics, and so much more. He interviews CEOs, historians, and Nobel laureates to explore all kinds of topics, like why the best employees can make the worst bosses and how whales went from being economic engines to environmental icons. If you're a curious person looking to better understand the world around you, you'll find everything you're looking for on Freakonomics Radio. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. So when someone is looking at uh, evaluating a financial advisor or a firm, what are a couple questions you think they really should be asking in order to make sure it's a good fit?
2: Well, obviously, you want to talk and there are numerous websites you can go on to to check their background, you know, as far as experience, as far as bankruptcies that you uh, maybe could uncover on your own. You want to go in and t- talk about compensation because it, it's amazing. I, I found that individual investors, they're almost afraid to ask how the advisor gets paid. And this is your hard earned money. And again, there's no free lunch out there. I mean, it, it's like going to this great diner, uh, uh, restaurant and having this fabulous meal and just getting a, a bill and not even knowing what you're paid for. So don't be afraid to ask how they're compensated. Don't be afraid to ask about how whether or not you're fee-only or a suitability where you're going to, to be selling products. Um, again, it's your money. Uh, it's your hard-earned money. There's never a stupid question to, to be asked. And I think you have to look about, more importantly, how are you going to, you as the advisor, treat me? How, where am I, you know, as far as the totem pole, so to speak? Um, am I going to be having easily ex- access to you? How many phone calls am I, am I allowed to, to, to make to you? You know, is there going to be added cost to make phone calls? You know, again, our, our fee is all inclusive. A lot of fees are not. So you have to also beware that, you know, if you have questions, make sure that you'll be able to pick up that phone and talk to any one of the team members at any time for no extra cost. And then more importantly is where is your money going to be housed? Who is the custodian? You know, you don't want to go to uh, a Joe Blow brokerage, right? You want to make sure that there's always a third party that basically is uh, responsible for safekeeping of your funds.
1: So if somebody is thinking, okay, it's time for me to make a call to a financial planner or an advisor where do they even start? Should they be asking friends and family? Should they just go online? I mean, how do you how do you think someone should approach finding who they should even be talking to in the first place?
2: I think uh, obviously uh, friends and family, you know, are, are first and foremost because that's where the trust factor comes in. Remember, it's all about trust. That's a number one with all the questionnaires out there. You know, trust is the number one. Returns are like three or four, but trust is key. So to get trust, obviously, if a family member or a friend has been dealing with someone for years and years and years, you know, that right off there, there makes you feel a little bit better walking into the office. I still say, again, this feeonlynetwork.com where they will give you – you put in your, your, your um, zip code and you can find a fee-only advisor. I think they'll give you three to five names which is more than enough, you know, I personally, I think more than three, your head starts spinning, right? But at least they are uh, totally unbiased. They give you uh, and/or in the only planners and our advisors in your local area. Uh, I forget, I think it's maybe a, about a 15 mile uh, radius. And I think that's a great way to, pl- to, to start if in fact you do not have a family member or friend that you even feel comfortable talking about this with.
1: As we close up, I would love for you to let listeners know where they can find you and find your firm if they're interested in learning more.
2: Sure, we're at uh, myercg.com. You can go to our website. or info at myercg.com. And then I would be uh, more than happy to uh, answer any questions. Uh, $1,000 or a million bucks, it doesn't matter. I, I'm passionate about this. I love this business. And if I can help anybody, I, I, uh, I'm more than willing to do it.
1: Fantastic. And how about location? Do you work with folks all over the United States?
2: Yes, we do. Uh, We have clients in roughly, I think, 10 or 12 states, two countries. And uh, uh, we are located on the East Coast outside of Philadelphia in in Marlton, New Jersey. But uh, location is not a problem.
1: Tom, thanks so much for talking to us today.
2: Laura, thank you very much.
1: I hope you enjoyed this interview. Tom mentioned three ways that advisors are paid and some online resources to find and vet them. I'm going to expand on that information in the show notes. So if you want to know more, just visit the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com and look for episode number 471 called The Truth About Finding and Working with a Financial Advisor. I think a big takeaway from this interview is that you need to remember that advisors expect you to ask tough questions like how they get paid, how much access to them you can expect, and what their investing strategy is based on the specific goals you want to achieve. If you're enjoying the show, be sure to share it and also subscribe so you get every episode the moment it's released. It's free to subscribe on any app of your choice like iTunes or Stitcher. And if you're on Android, try out Podcast Addict or Beyond Pod. Money Girl is also on the Spotify mobile app. To keep the money conversation going with a terrific community, join my private Facebook group called Dominate Your Dollars. To request your invitation, visit Dominate Your Dollars on Facebook or send me a text message for immediate access. Just text DOLLARS, D-O-L-L-A-R-S. Text that word to the number 33444. I hope to see you in the group. You can also visit lauradadams.com to email me your money question or visit my recommended tools page. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life.